I like things a specific way. I'm like that too. I'm pretty OCD like yeah, that. We've had Are you OCD? Yeah, no, I'm OCD? I wouldn't, wouldn't say I'm OCD, but yeah. I mean... I've got, things have to be a certain way. It's not superstition. Are you superstitious? Don't do, think do so. Do you not sort of, if there's a ladder, you walk under it and do you <sighs> open up your umbrella inside, do you put your shoes on the table, like all these things. With, oh, don't do that. It's, no, it's I bad think, luck. But I, no, go, do you go around breaking mirrors and that? I certainly don't go around <laughs> breaking mirrors, but... I wouldn't by looking at them. No, I just joking. I Trev. wouldn't walk under. <laughs> I wouldn't walk under a ladder. But I don't. I don't think well, it's. A, I don't think it's because I'm going to get seven years bad luck. I think it's just. That's if you break a mirror. Seven years uh, bad luck. How I much? Think the ladders are the same. Is it really seven years? Is that someone has someone officially decided that well, seven mate, years? I don't want to break it. It's well, all rubbish. That's what I want to know. Who said? Who came up with seven years? Who said? Not eight. Not nine. <clears throat> not six. Seven. Seven yeah. years bad luck. Uh, you know, a uh, hundred years ago. There was a Who dad. That? There was a dad, <laughs> and his son smashed a mirror. And he went, "Oh, bloody hell, mate! Now that's seven years bad luck." Yeah. Just to just to frighten the kid into ever doing it, not ever doing it again. Yeah. Oh, so and you reckon it's just like a random? Yeah. Right. It's not like there's a committee. Yeah, that'd be. Imagine <laughs> that. I'm on the superstition <laughs> committee. <laughs> what would you like to get through the on the agenda? Well, not well, listening. Not listening to two blokes talking tech is bad luck. So you have to listen every week. You know what really annoyed me last week? <laughs> the kids put their shoes on the table. We should make that Ma- a superstition. Let's, let's make that bad luck. And it, it annoys me too when these idiots open their umbrellas inside before they go out. George, you're 98 years old. How do you think you live so long? <laughs> oh, I keep a rabbit's foot in my pocket. Oh well, let's make yeah, that, that a good that, luck charm. Good luck. Wow, <laughs> the superstition committee. That's a good idea. Um, and is then that how get, it works? Get some Stevie Wonder involved. Stevie Wonder involved. There is superstitious. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a bad rendition. Right on the wall. Not a bad rendition. <laughs> wow. So much more you're getting. We're oh, getting out of this episode already. Wow. We're two minutes in. And we we're getting this. We haven't even hit the intro. Wow. We. Um, the right. superstition committee. Should the two blokes be on it? That's what we'd like you to know. Or are we the committee? Are we the committee? Of and, the are super- we, and are we just opening up the doors to people? Maybe, yeah. It's like a secret society. Yeah, well, you're old enough to have created it. <laughs> Here we go again, eh? Never misses an opportunity. Good <laughs> on you, Trev. <laughs> oh, it's too easy. Um, let's get the show away. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Episode 439, thanks to the good people at Netgear and Uniden. We appreciate their support and we appreciate you listening, downloading, um, leaving reviews and ratings and rankings yeah. and all those things. It's wonderful. We like, we like the five-star kind as well, don't we? The five-star <sighs> reviews. I don't just like them. Have you checked lately? Have we got any new ones? I, the, I'll, check, I'll check while yeah, you're talking mate, later. The problem is you're on the Mac yep. and I need to do it on a PC. Oh, I don't have iTunes on that one um, because... The blooming thing doesn't allow you to view all by date. Oh, really? Like, it's terrible. Yeah, it's changed a lot, hasn't it? But I do think it's possible that I can bring them up via the good people at Wooshka, our uh, podcast hosts. Yeah. Maybe, just maybe, I'll be able to view them that way. But, you know, we'll, we'll get to that in, in due course. Yep. Stephen, um, you wrote an article this week about PayPal and kind of the surge, the uplift in usage of these things. Yep. Um it has been a very strange... I had a conversation with Rosalind Kogan on the on the EFTM podcast this week about... He, he said basically they, they this COVID crisis has accelerated 
the path for online shopping and the path oh, for yeah. different things by about five years. Just, it yep. just boom, brought it, brought, it, brought it forward in no time. And you think about companies like JB Hi-Fi, Officeworks, Harvey Norman, whoever, who have been very bricks and mortar based but started yep. online, you know, a few years ago and they've been working on it. They've had to accelerate their logistics planning and stuff. It's unbelievable yeah, what it's has changed f- yeah. in, in just a very short space of time. And I think the PayPal data exemplifies that that absolute change it's really hit the fast forward button and according to paypal these are these are their stats they're saying that signups to paypal which is a been around for years this online payment method i think it was formerly owned by ebay still a very popular online payment uh, format yeah they they said signups tripled during the covid19 restrictions in april when compared to the pre-pandemic levels but an interesting part of that was that of the new signups Year on year, yeah. there was a sixty-five percent increase in Australians aged fifty and over. So I think really? this has sort of forced a lot of people who wouldn't normally shop online. This is a great example of them. Yes. How what are, what are the choice we have? And they're the ones that are, are, are sort of making up the increase. You know what? Also, I think I think that the the lockdown, if you want to call it that, um, has also given more time. And yeah, I know. and what do we do? We shop online. But, well, see, I think I'll be honest. I think the PayPal button. It has been a an off-putting button to some people for a long yeah. time. It's like ah, oh, you click it because you, if it's the first time using it, yeah. it's a six-step process as opposed to a two-step process because you've got to actually create an account, verify your account, link in a link, a put in account. a credit card yeah, or a yeah. bank account, and then yeah. go from there. Right. So I think that friction, friction, the sign-up friction. Yeah. People have gone, oh, I've got half an hour. So like, yeah, like, exactly. You know, we've all right, had extra yeah. time. So yeah, true. Perhaps that's helped PayPal in this whole yeah. process. And uh, well, well, I think too, part of the online shopping story is um, eBay, and eBay one of the options that used to be there was controversially like about 10, 10 years ago, <coughs> controversially eBay were were going to force people to use PayPal. That's they had right. No choice but to use PayPal. Yep. Anyway, people rebelled against that and they changed their mind. But even today, of course, you can still use PayPal as an option on eBay. Yep. So I think there's a lot of people. In online shopping's gone through the roof. A lot of people are shopping on eBay more than ever, and that ha- I reckon that has been their first exposure too, where some some um, online sellers only accept PayPal because yeah. they're overseas or whatever. It's just easier for them to process your payment. Do you know what? So some, that that's been their introduction. Some people like the use use of PayPal as a business as well because yeah. it's a single uh, input of yep. of cash flow. Right? Yep. You don't have to um, you don't have to account. Uh, across multiple inputs, oh. um, you can have you a can little, have invoices. You can have a little yeah. PayPal um, uh, card yeah. reader and stuff. You yes, can have a true. bunch of yeah, things. Yeah, exactly. As a retailer, uh, a physical retailer, let yeah. alone like a tradie can accept PayPal as that's payment. true. Yeah, no, you're right. But in the last few years, PayPal have really made a made a what a they're focus actually doing is just accepting credit cards. Yes. See, it's it's kind of a weird thing where I think some people don't realize PayPal is just another. Another kind of merchant. It's just it's another another payment another mechanism. Bank. You know, when you yeah. go to my local cafe, has an, a Commonwealth Bank terminal. Yeah. The the news agent has an ANZ terminal. That's just who they bank with. Yeah, that's right. But I tap the same card. Doesn't matter whether it's St George or Westpac. I yeah. tap the same or card. Apple on Pay it. or whatever. Yeah. And and PayPal is the same. It can be that gateway. So I think people struggle to understand that because obviously there are the mechanisms around PayPal can be quite deep. Like you can actually have a bunch of money sitting in PayPal. You can yeah. have it. It's yeah, like that's an right. account. That's right. Like I, if someone sends me money via PayPal, it sits there, and I don't, yeah. I don't ever withdraw it because I know that when man, you're going to spend it. Yeah. When we do the Woolworth shopping, because like, uh. we get online delivery, 
Oh, it comes, oh, you can pay through PayPal. We, you pay through PayPal. Nice. Because every five or six weeks, a man goes, what's the password yeah. again? Oh, <laughs> um, they clip so, the ticket, though, of course. They, they, whenever you get a payment, they do take a few buck, couple of bucks out. That's the, you know, that's the that's merchant's the choice. Fee. The yeah. same thing happens for Woolworths when, when you use Visa or MasterCard. You know, yeah. there's, there's always a clipping of the ticket. Yeah. It's so a it's like matter of whether that gets passed or on or not to the, to the yeah, consumer. Yeah, true. But interestingly, though, uh, PayPal, obviously, really easy to use, and a lot of small businesses adopt it as well. Small businesses in Australia, they, they say sales processed through PayPal increased by 54% during the pandemic. During the month of, like, April was the only complete Complete month, pandemic month, Which yeah. was, uh, and May to a degree as well, I suppose, but April was totally locked down. Yeah. So um, that was that was an interesting stat there as well. But the other thing as well was the, the whole cashless payment sort of the whole you know how you said you can pay for use PayPal in stores and stuff yes. like that but the whole move to cashless payments according to these PayPal stats they're saying you mentioned what Kogan said about how it's gone forward five years they're saying the same thing about the thought the thought around moving towards a cashless society that's been brought forward by up to five years they're saying no they're, doubt in ten <coughs> weeks we've done five years work the idea that, that you could hand over a note or receive back coins, it's kind of like this dirty money, literally. <laughs> you know, the idea that, that someone else has touched that and have they got the virus, you know, yeah. we went through that period early on. I don't think it's as big anymore. Not but, as bad now. Yeah. But what it well, did was... there were some stores that didn't let you pay cash. <clears throat> well, that's right, because yeah. I think there were some people that... Um, that they, they either had set up Apple Pay or they knew that the card in their wallet would allow them to tap and go, but... They they'd never done it because they were either scared of it or didn't think it was required because it was yeah. easy, just easy to pay cash. But now they've realised actually, holy crap, it is easier. Yeah, um, mate. I've got to say, I w- I was a I'm a cash guy. I I'd always have a you know money in my wallet to pay for things like my I don't coffees even have a and wallet. stuff. Yeah, but I I just I just have that. I know it's a tactile habit. I, I like to have money in my wallet, and since the the COVID dramas, uh, we had uh, money. Sorry, what are we talking? Oh, I normally pull out a couple hundred bucks. Have you know, well, that's my walking around money, I call it. My walking around money. A couple of hundred bucks. 200, 300 bucks, yeah. That lasts me a week or so. A week? Yeah. And what lo- are you lo- buying? Longer sometimes. Well, sometimes I've got to pick up some groceries or whatever, or I'll pick up a coffee and, and, and something, something to eat, maybe some lunch. I might buy my lunch out and I'll pay with cash as well. But no, it normally lasts me longer than that. But uh, now, since since the... The, the, the coronavirus restrictions in a lot of places not wanting to pay cash. I thought, mm. okay, well, I haven't paid cash for weeks now. It's yeah. just become just hitting that car. You've realised that but, it's actually bloody easy. Oh, no, it's easier. <laughs> but one thing I like, one thing, I'm old school that way. I like to know exactly what's in my account. I like to know how much money I've got. Tapping everything and then having to go check your balance. It, it, for some people, they'd probably relate to this thing. And, oh, geez, I've spent a bit of money this week. I've better... I like to know where I'm I at. I check my bank balance every morning. Yeah, I do most days as well. But my the the account yeah if you if you're doing a lot of tapping during the day and then you think oh okay a bit a bit of just keep an eye on things there. But with with the cash, you know how much is in your wallet. So if you, if you're down to your last fifty dollars, you think okay, well I know there's yeah $50 there is in that there. there is that visi- visible yes moment of going and, and oh, I'm far out. I've spent a bit of that. Well, for some people too, it's also it's sort of part of their discipline is that. Okay, I know that I've only got hundred bucks in my wallet. That's all I'm going to spend. Yeah. Whereas the tap is is just like this easy process, and uh, you, you may exceed that 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 budget that limit. But yeah, that's true. People are different. I'm I'm different to you. You'd like doing it one way. I'm 
I sort of was from that school of knowing how much I've spent and how much I got to spend. Yeah. Yeah. I'd so. probably have more money if I didn't have such a flagrant disregard <laughs> for tapping and going. Maybe. Flagrant tapping. Yeah. Oh, I, no, it's yeah. like, you're right though. It's that moment. Open the wallet. If there was, f- uh, let's say there was five 20s in there. Let's yeah. say in your head that was 20 yeah. bucks a day for yeah. coffees or, yeah. you know, the, the odd bottle of milk that, or whatever that's was my required, little, right? Yeah. Then, then you get to Wednesday and there's only one left. You go, well, Jesus, what have where'd I done that here? Go? Yeah, yeah. yeah, where'd that go? But whereas you don't have that it's at all. Exactly right. So if you're, tapping, if you're tapping away happily, just uh, or, or ordering digital... Uber Eats and all that, you know, then you look at your balance and go, geez, I've had a big week this week. But see, I think the banks don't want to allow you to have this this knowledge. <laughs> but <laughs> of course. What no. would be, like, you know, I think, um, depends whether I've got it all installed and stuff, but when I tap and go with the right card, it'll actually pop up and it'll say, you know, the, the, the transaction. Yeah. What I would like is a, you know, a pop a balance up, a, of your balance, yeah, maybe pop up that says like, and I know there are there are processes like this, like Pocketbook is a good app for this and different things. But what I want is a either a daily or a, a, a couple of days at a time or a per transaction just thing going. That's like if you could set a budget. Like imagine if you could say to your bank, yeah, my discretionary spend. Don't don't stop me from spending yeah, more than twenty dollars a day. Send me an alert when I hit a hundred or something. But yeah, be you know just just yeah, say yeah. you've used you've used your twenty bucks today. Yeah, but they, like you said, the they banks don't want, want you to. to do that. They want you to spend, mate. They want you to spend. Yeah, borrow credit. Yeah, take because it also I don't want. want a text message. That's frightening. No. That's like you've stuffed up. You yeah. know, you're overdrawn. <laughs> I just yeah. want I just want a fun money or, app that that integrates directly with the bank has yeah. real time information that helps me you know be. But that mindset of your we've, wallet. We've both got a, a system in place that we could use. What is it? Our wives. Just tell, just give them the access to our business account. I was just going to say, <laughs> has Joe got access to your business account? Definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, there's, no, there's nothing. I've got nothing just to hide. Just for those not in the room, I'm shaking my head. <laughs> I've got nothing to hide. Nothing to hide. Nothing to hide. It's all in here. <laughs> no, no, but no, it's all... All good, mate. My accountant keeps me honest. Don't worry. Well, that's but the that's the amazing is, thing is you t- we we talk about our wives as if they're the you know the the behemoth yeah. that's you know gonna <laughs> gonna come down yeah. upon us. But actually, yeah. it's my accountant that goes. Did you really need that? Oh. Or he's he's the one that I'll I, ring I'd and say, sack my accountant if he said that to me. Oh yeah, but I, really? I like it as a second guess. <laughs> really, your accountant? Yeah. How well do you know your accountant? Is Pretty it a well, yeah, family yeah. friend or? No, not a family friend, but he's okay. a, he's, a, he's a local friend. So okay, right. You know, I. I like the idea that he's straight. Did you really need that? He said that to you. Do you really? Did it's, you really need like to buy a, that? It's like a. It's not. It's not in a negative way. It's just a kind of. Uh, okay, okay. I'm only talking about the big things. It's right. like I, I remember both. Um, my, That's exactly what my wife would say. If, my, if she, if she, if she <laughs> did you really need to buy? That? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was it, both my accountant and and Sue, my bookkeeper, does all my invoices, and she's kind of got a very good oversight of where what what the money is and where it's going to be and stuff. And I remember yeah. saying to her, and I think we had this conversation. I, I really want to buy Mac Pro. Yeah. Do, do you think it's okay if I spend? And it was like stupid money, like sixteen grand or something, right? Yeah. And she said, "Oh, the Mac Pro desktop." Yeah, yeah. yeah right. She said, "Look, go for it." And yeah. I went, "I went." She's got the vision of the of the forecast. I've got the vision of the forecast. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And do you know what? I couldn't do it. Yeah. I couldn't do it. It's your biggest step. Because I'm looking at it going, mate, money, yeah. I don't need to. You need it, yeah. Yeah, that was, well, that was the, the accountant in my head going, well, that's, yeah, well yeah. done, you got that, but it's did you need it? It's called your conscience, that's right. Yes. No, but we're, we're both, we've both been around long enough to know that, yeah, okay, there's spending and then there's spending. Like, yeah. we, we know that... Yeah, there's spending yeah. and then there's spending. And there's spending, you're right. I, I won't tell you where Trevor's pointing, but there's... That's <laughs> we're right. in the tech guide that's, theater, that's put it right. that way. That's right, but you know what? 
I, I, I always, I have a saying, mate. You work hard, you deserve to reward. There's new so. stuff over there. I don't know what it is, but it's new. No, not really. The blue books. Oh, no, the, uh, no they've been there a long time. That's the helmet collection. So your okay. little helmets in the little boxes. Well, yeah, I know that, but I've never with seen the folders. The folders go with it. And see the Star Wars comic in, in the in the case there. Yep. That's the very first edition of the Star Wars comic in 1978. A 9.4 rating on a 9.4, mate. Near mint. When did you one. get that? Uh, December. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've had that. It's been here all the whole time. Oh. You just haven't seen it. No, I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> but uh, anyway, there's spending. <laughs> yeah, and there's spending. That's right. That's right. That's there's all the tax write-off, mate. There's investments. <laughs> Yeah, I hope my accountant's not listening, by the way. I hope he's not listening. Shout out to Tim. You hope he's not listening hey, to Tim. me right now. Uh, anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I don't know how that digressed, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, let us know Online spending. Let us know about your habits and whether you've, you've noticed anyone in your family. <laughs> and whether your wife is your bookkeeper. Yeah. <laughs> let us know whether anyone in your family has suddenly become cashless Kathy. Yeah. Because, you know. Haven't you seen those funny, those funny memes where people, after after shutdown and me wearing everything I wore or that I bought online, have you seen those memes? Me with all my no, online purchases and it's like all these weird outfits and weird stuff that people bought while they were in lockdown. Tell us, actually, that'd be a good one. What's the weirdest thing you've bought in online online during the restrictions? Have you thought, oh, I'm just going to buy that? And then yeah. you think, like, what the hell was I what thinking? What did I do that for? What did I do that for? <laughs> <laughs> Two blokes talking tech. Uh, hit us up on Twitter, at Trevor Long, at Stephen Fennick. Hashtag Ziggy Zaggy. That's actually a perfect segue into this new segment here, mate, about yeah. this new Facebook feature and what you said, why the hell did I do that? Why did I buy that? Yeah. This is a new feature on Facebook called Manage Activity. Okay. Uh, it's available now on the mobile on the mobile app, Facebook Lite, coming to desktop soon. <coughs> right. But this is about being able to cur- curate your Facebook presence. So, in other words, you can go back and delete those stupid posts you made, maybe while you're in high school, maybe you had a big night out or something like this. Imagine so if they had you, Facebook when you're in high school. Imagine, geez, imagine if they had Facebook when I was playing for South. That'd imagine be if they had the internet and computers. Yes, imagine that. If they had the computers when I was a teenager, mate, I wouldn't leave my bedroom, I tell you. <laughs> if they had the internet, not the computers, had a computer, but if they had the internet as a teenager, whoa, oh. my mum would be saying, how come you're not coming out of your room very often, Stephen? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but this is, I think, a pretty cool feature here because you think about it, and I've, I've, I've actually said this to my children. Like yeah. my kids, when they were all, well, they're all been on Facebook. I don't think they're on Facebook much now, but uh, I always said to them, "Look, just whatever you post, don't forget other people are going to see this. Like yeah. your your family, your friends, some a potential employer, someone mm. is going to see this." So just be mindful of what you post. And, yep. I, and I have. I've put my foot down a couple of times in the past. I said, listen, I don't think that's appropriate. You should take that down. And they've done yeah. it. Oh, that okay. was the rule. I said, if I don't like it, you're taking it down. Yeah, fair enough. This is when they were like young teenagers. Yep. And um, so now with this new feature, I think it, it really ge- gives people the opportunity to maybe go back and erase those posts that they may have regretted uh, posting. Where it might have seemed like a good idea at the time, but... Coming back now, looking back on it, it's probably not so good. Right. Especially when I've presented three scenarios here. One, a potential employer. Because I think that one thing I think an, an employer may do is if you're on the short list of a job, you, you, they Google you. They, they would look, totally. look at your background. They'd have yep. a look. So that's one. The other thing would be a new partner. So say you've just started going out with someone new, starting a new relationship. 
You'd you'd want you wouldn't. The first thing they're going to do is look at your Facebook page, become your Facebook friend, go yeah. back and look at your posts and think, oh, this bloke's a What's dickhead. This? I don't want to bloody go. Yeah, what about that rubbish? What about this about? goose? What he did five years ago? <clears throat> yeah. So there's that as well, and and also I think family members too. Like uh, the that, that's the big thing I got into my kid's head was that. This isn't just your friends seeing this, but also yeah. your families, your uncles, your relatives, your, you know, your grandparents and all this sort of stuff. So be mindful of that. So I think this is a really good feature that allows you to manage your posts. You can so trash, you can trash, you can archive or erase completely. A post. And you've got yeah, and you've got thirty days to change your mind. If after thirty days it's gone forever, and you there's also a filter so you can search for certain words or people. That you might have been tagged oh, with it as well. Oh, there you go. You so go ex relationship. That, that so if you want to maybe wipe out an ex, yeah, actually, you can there's do a that. few people. <laughs> <laughs> you might be able to go back and. Uh, I'm racking yeah. up names. I might search. Really, for. there you go. Well, manage activity is what it's called. Where do you find it? Uh, it's only just rolling it's, it's out. It's a feature on the mobile app at the moment. So if you go on the settings, it's in. It's it's, it. it's a feature, uh, but it's also coming to desktop soon. So, but. The line I've used, and I've written this on Tech Guide. The line, have you seen the movie The Social Network? Justin Timberlake. Yeah, well, he he played uh, he played what's his name? Um, I don't know idea. Yeah, no, I, and and um, Jesse Eisenberg played Mark Zuckerberg. Right. And um, the scene where do you remember the very start of the movies when he he and his girlfriend are breaking up? Right. There's a big long eight minute scene, and he ends up going home. Uh, you know, and they're and angry that they've broken up, and, and calls her a bitch online, and starts off the face mash and all that. It's kind of led to the birth of Facebook. Right. Then he goes back and talks to her. Says, "Listen, I want to talk to you." She said, "Look, you call me a bitch on the internet, blah blah." blah. She has, and she said the line, "The internet is not written in pencil; it's written in ink." So, uh, in other words, now with Manage Activity, they've given you an eraser. Yes, you can actually go Facebook back and rub it out. An ink eraser. Yeah, they <laughs> ink eraser. Liquid so, paper. They're giving you liquid so it's paper. A, it's more a targeted a per post thing because obviously in Facebook, there's there's long been a setting where you can limit past posts. Uh, so you can you can go and you can say, you know what, I want to limit all my past posts to be public. Friends only, ah, friends okay, of friends, yeah, yeah. or me only, right? This so you is can, with the click of a button, it can like the entire former timeline. Okay, is is gone to just your friends, right? Yeah, but this is more about being able to curate, search by yeah. person and stuff like that, and go drill right down to the post level and say, right, a post that I was in with Trevor Long, I don't like that one. We we're in Vegas, big night. Let's get rid of that one. Um, so things like that, where you can go back and 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 either archive them, so kind of make them invisible. Or trash them completely because that's I, I don't like the idea of trashing them. Yeah. I feel like I'd regret that in the longer term. Well, I, I don't I I don't feel the need to use this because I, I don't think I've ever posted anything. I look back on thinking, geez, what was I thinking? Um, I, I'm always I'm always mindful of that thinking. If I post this, what are the consequences? And and yeah. of uh, I don't really need this feature. Many people do that. Many people would want to go back and change history a little bit. All right. Well, there it is. Manage activity. Stephen's written it up at techguide.com.au. I assume it's one of those wonderful things that will take forever to roll out to everyone because <laughs> they, they can't just flick a button and make it live. Yeah, well, it's coming to desktop, which is where most people use Facebook yeah, exactly. uh, on uh, in, in the coming weeks. Or so, so I'm sure you'll find it under settings and privacy <laughs> in that kind of area. Uh, Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 439. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Two Blokes Talking Tech is proudly supported by our good mates at Uniden. And you know what? Now's the time where you're going to hit the road. The restrictions are lifting and people are starting to take holidays in their state, interstate, except Queensland. So if you do want to go for a drive, Uniden have several products, including the Dash View 30R. They also have some uh, some. Uh, 
portable batteries that can start, that can restart your car, jumpstart your car. Have you seen those? They're very handy jump as well. Jumpstart kit, yep. Yeah, yeah, they're really cool. So if you, they've got the whole thing. I'm actually writing that on Tech Guide later this week about all the, the stuff you need for your road trip. But the Dashview 30R is definitely one of them. This is a, a two-camera system, front and back cameras. The front camera, 2.5K resolution, gives you really good view of what's in front of you. That, that added detail, which really helps to identify cars, makes, models, colours, people, street signs, all the detail you need in case you do need to make a police police report or make an insurance claim, all that detail's right there for you. It's also uh, uses dual-band Wi-Fi and works with a companion app, so if there is any video you need to, need to access, you can quickly look through the app, download it to your phone and easily share it. Uh, there's also speed and red light camera warning, so it's got you back there if you are approaching a red light or a speed camera, and it will give you a, an ample warning to to slow down so you don't get fined. This is a handy device to have, especially if you are hitting the road. The the unit in 30R, the dash cam, is uh, your eyes and ears on the road and well worth investing in. Check it out, uniden.com.au. Well, I was looking online last night. I was, I don't know why the hell I was up so late. Um, but then I, I read a story about uh, Zoom, the uh, yep. the video conferencing company, and their quarterly earnings. Now, I'm not normally one for an earnings call. Um, <laughs> and I, I do I love the idea of Zoom doing an earnings call via Zoom. But hey, irony. Love it. What, what, I, what I couldn't get past was how, in the space of just a couple of months, Zoom has gone from being a product name, a sponsor of the Rabbitohs, to being a verb, basically. You yeah. know, it's it's how we describe video conferencing. Doesn't matter whether you're being Skyped, Google Meeted. Yeah, uh, it's Zoom call it's, now. It's, right? Zoom. it's a Zoom, yeah. yeah. It's funny, you know, because the other day I did a I hosted a virtual roundtable, an online yeah. roundtable for Go to Meeting. Yeah, right. <laughs> and a lot of a lot of people were saying, "Oh, let's have a Zoom call about that." So, oh, no, we're going to have a Go to Meeting about that. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's funny how, and even people we had there was only like about twenty people in this roundtable, and um, all of them were talking about Zoom and. <laughs> And I'm trying to steer the conversation back to go to meeting, and it was funny. But anyway, yeah, I but like your headline too, Zoom, Zoom. That's good. Yeah, uh, you know, playing on the old Mazda marketing line. But just numbers-wise, I find it staggering, right? The, the 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 headline number, which I actually put in the last line, um, was that they had $259 million worth of revenue in the quarter. The yeah. first quarter of this financial year, they had $22 million in revenue. Wow. Like... The growth is ridiculous. Now, it should be clear that that would have cost them a lot of money too. When you have millions and millions of new customers using yeah. video, they've got bandwidth costs, right? So yep. it's not like it's all profit. But they've got a billion dollars cash in the bank, mate. Yeah. A billion dollars cash in the bank. Well, there's no risk of them renewing their Rabido sponsorship then. No, that's right. We they've, knew them before they went big they too, should, by the way. They should be bigger on, <laughs> yeah. they should be the, the, the main they game. They might have Zoom like twice. They'll go Zoom, Zoom. Zoom, Zoom. Yeah. Um, cool. they, they, they had a 90% increase in companies that spend more than $100,000 a year. And there are 265,000 Zoom customers that have more than 10 employees, up 350% on a year ago. So wow. it's just like, it's just numbers in reality. And, and again, and it's it's the, the COVID factor, isn't it, as well here with the, the people. That's all not, it is. I yeah. mean, without... Just like online shopping had a bit of a shot in the arm. Not a bit of a shot in the arm, a huge shot in the arm. Without yeah. anything else... This is just a very clear sign of how society... Yeah. We just talked about cashless and, and yeah. the way that had changed. Yeah. This is the exact same story. The exact same story that, frankly, there is there is 
unbelievable change in the way we communicate. And I totally. think I think that verbalization of the word yeah. is is the indication of that. You know, I can't. When was the last time that happened so quickly? Let alone at all. I mean, yeah. it, to Google something I, is iPod. to search something. When iPod, you know? I want to buy an iPod, which is <clears> an MP3 player. player. Um, and well, you use the good one in your story, Kleenex instead of a tissue. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good one. Or Esky for a, yeah. a cooler. But you know, in terms of yeah. modern Hoover, things, Hoover for a vacuum cleaner. Google yeah. is just yeah, is Google the word is for search, search yeah. even though there are and other now searches. Zoom is the video call. That's the 2020 version. Absolutely staggering. And, and like you said, though, we, we are gonna, <coughs> we're still gonna do this. I think once this is all over, yeah. like well, you know, how many times, how many times in the past where I've turned up to an event and I'm thinking, oh, you're not coming here, nah, not couldn't be bothered. And now I think they're going to be really thinking: is is it worth getting people in from yeah. everywhere to talk about something for fifteen minutes, twenty just, minutes? I'm just not just sure. just an excuse to give them, you know, hors d'oeuvres and 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 soft drink or and alcohol. That's right. Yeah. So I'm just thinking, like across the board, <coughs> like you know, similar, like slightly off topic, but similar to what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah. How how moving forward, how many companies are now going to put on these big lavish events? And like, is it going to be a case of well, look at all the money we saved. We can continue to save the money, or look at all the money we've got. Let's spend it. Like, what's yeah. going to be the move? You I, I think it's a fifty-fifty thing. I think there's a lot of companies and people who are yearning for that physical social contact. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, um, totally. Not me, not at all. <laughs> um, but there yeah. are there are definitely people who yeah. will absolutely gravitate back. Yeah. I had lunch yesterday with people. I don't believe it. <coughs> it was That's an unbelievable. Outrage. I went to a pub and yeah. had a pub lunch. Yeah. And you know what? It was actually really, really good. Was this was this with a, for a meeting or was yeah, this just, it was just a meeting? Yeah. Okay, nice. And it was it was refreshing. Um, yeah. it, it, it was. It felt really weird because yeah, it had been yeah. months <laughs> um, since you seen saw the person. Yeah. Well, but just since I'd done that. Yeah, yeah, true. Since I'd had to sat organize it, my day to meet yeah. someone other than just be at my computer at the right time. Yeah, true. So I think it's. On balance, I think it'll it'll be a, a big component of the way we do things, but I don't yeah. think it's going to replace entirely uh, any any big way. But the, th- the big thing for me is I think about the revenue growth possible here for Zoom. I did a thing yesterday with a company, and it wasn't a Zoom call. I actually don't know what the technology was, but geez, it looked like Zoom, or geez, it looked like one of the others. So I feel like there's this What's white the labeling. One? There's another one that Samsung used called Blue Jeans. Blue Jeans, yep. Which the reason they used because Zoom's a Chinese company. Yeah, they didn't want to use a Chinese company. Correct. Is that right? I assume so. Yeah. Yeah, that's not racist, is it? They just don't want to use a Chinese company. No, this, that's that's yeah. a security concern. Security, question. exactly yeah. what's, right. What's the what? Where where is this data going, and who can listen? <laughs> in? Yes, I know. I'm joking about the racism. <laughs> yeah. By the way, the the thing is though, I think there's a, there's an argument for them to make more money in white labeling. You know, so it's yeah. like, I want. I don't want anyone to know this is Zoom. Yeah, but I just have my this, company on it. Yeah. yeah, and I want have an EFTM. I wanted to do this thing and that thing, and you yep. know, I think there's some. I mean, they already do that in part, but I think I'm talking proper corporate wise, the whole login and everything like that. So yeah, yeah fascinating. And that I, is good. I, yeah, I, it's um, uh, it's it's just a staggering increase. It, 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 it won't it's be incredible. the last big, uh, big kind of revenue change for a company that's benefited from the uh, the tech age that is COVID nineteen. Mean, yeah. I just I do feel sorry though for there's got to be companies out there right now that have the next big thing, and they miss their opportunity to because because of this yeah, yeah. like they're they're six months away or uh, a year and a half away from doing the, whatever that thing is right place right time and this it? thing is the Zoom was the one that benefited yeah Zoom been around for a while but yeah. never had they really got their opportunity to to grow and this was it boom but all like uh, you know we've said this before like. 
a rising tide lifts all boats. Yeah. And other other platforms. I reckon oh, Skype's no probably going nuts. And what are the other ones? Blue Jeans, which I'd never heard of, is apparently pretty popular too. Yeah. Um, the what is it? Google, uh, Microsoft, uh, Team? Microsoft Teams is just an that's, that's enterprise version Google of Google Hangouts, really. Google Meet, Google Meet. Oh, it's called yeah. Meet now. Facebook right. created a thing called Rooms. Yeah, wow. um, yeah, it's epic. Anyway, everyone's uh, into it. Everyone's let, doing it. Let us know how many zooms you're doing every week. <laughs> Riveting. <laughs> uh, two blokes talking tech. So, well, the. I did a I did a little review of a product. Well, not a review. I sort of used it and and, uh, and wrote about it as a review, I suppose. But it's and and this is this was uh, after I I received a lot of calls on, especially on to 2GB when I'm doing yep. those segments. I do get a lot of calls from people who are visually impaired, yeah, and absolutely. how they manage to use their devices and how they uh, they use their phones and how they can access material and know what they're looking at and. I remember then receiving an email for about the Orcam uh, Read, yes. which is a, a product for visually impaired, and they've also got another product called Orcam My Eye 2.0, and these are pretty impressive devices that use artificial intelligence. They've got a smart camera, and basically can make the blind see things. They can. It's if you're remarkable. blind, you can you can point this at a like I did a demo on 2GB yesterday. I had a Word document on on my screen. And I, I had the read, which is the handheld one. And I, after a couple of goes, it didn't work straight away. But after a couple of goes, this female voice read what it scanned. It took a photo of the page and read it out one yeah. second later. But it's it's more than just being able to see words and, yeah. or as we say, OCR, optical character recognition, understand what they are. You point it in a newspaper, it'll read by columns. So it'll see yeah. that there's a gap and it'll read column and then the next column. Um, like it, if you're in a restaurant and it'll read out your menu. Yeah. It, it, and it does it in an almost an instant. Yeah. And, but, and it's not, but by the way, it's not internet connected. Yeah, so it's totally it's independent. So yeah, it doesn't need a cellular connection or wireless The handheld one is is a remarkable demonstration of the technology. Yeah. I think the My, is called My Eye, I was trying to remember. My Eye 2.0, the, yeah. The, That's how it attaches to a side of your glasses. It attaches to your glasses. Yeah. So it's a similar thing where it, it, you, you just tap the side and it will tell you what it sees. But you could be in Westfield Shopping Centre and be lost. You know, you're, you're, you're visually impaired and you thought you knew where you were, but you really don't. Tap the side and they'll just read the name of the shop that's in front of you. Like, yeah. it, it will read words it sees. But also, it's got facial recognition. It will tell you this who you're amazing. looking at. amazing. It remembers up to 100 people. Amazing. So, you could, you could um, have, say, you say, say, I look at you and I go, oh, that's Trevor Long. So, when you come into my eye, I go, it'll say Trevor Long. I say, hey, Trevor. So, it'll, it'll know that you're in front of me. But the other things too, it can, it can do things like recognise colour as well. Right. So if you're, if you say you want to go buy a blue shirt or a blue dress or something, you mm. can be shopping and the the device will know what colour the item you're looking at. So if you know that what particular colour you want, remember that big drama on the internet about the colour of that dress? Yeah, whether it's a pink should, and white, blue. Yeah, get, aim this at it. Oh, yeah, wow. good idea. Yeah, wow, create. create now, now to viral be clear. Thing. This thing is high end, super expensive. It's extremely yeah. high end technology. It's it's three grand for the handheld one and seven grand plus yeah. for the for the My glasses eye. one. But yeah, but the, this is for the visually impaired. Yeah. And well, if you're the, blind or severely impaired, you got more reading difficulties. Yeah, you, you should be looking at uh, government subsidies like the NDIS as a way of funding this. Yeah. Or this is being something you utilize that funding on. Essentially, the money's available to some people, and it might not be easy to get, but people will understand what we're talking about. Yeah, and 
And, uh, you know, the, the technology blew my mind. The first minute it was demonstrated to me, yeah, it's blown amazing. away. It is amazing. And, and the OrCam MyEye 2.0 is more expensive because it does a lot more. It does all those... Yes. Uh, it recognises people, yeah. you know, <coughs> colours, and, and um, can can do all those things. Whereas the um, OrCam Read is basically just for text recognition. Yeah, it doesn't do facial recognition. So for for the, I think the OrCam MyI2 seven thousand two hundred dollars, seven thousand two hundred fifty dollars. But there is, if you are in visually impaired or blind, you do qualify for a grant from the NDIS, the yep. National Disability Insurance Scheme. So they could maybe subsidise that for you, and uh, same deal with the OrCam Read. If you you do you can apply for some kind of rebate, uh, some kind of help there. But really, like this is a this is game changing tech, like yeah. life changing technology yeah. for a visually impaired person <coughs> who wouldn't even wouldn't have even dreamed of opening a book to read. Well, see, now Amanda's grandfather um, has. <coughs> I remember going to his little unit. Um, to do some work on his TV, and he's got a huge magnifying glass and a light, and that's how he reads he the paper. He puts his book behind. He put the paper. And, you know, and I just yeah. went, "Oh my god, this whatever is, works for you. This is amazing. He could just point this, and it'll read yeah. it to him. Yeah, like you just point it at the newspaper, Incredible. and it'll yeah. read the bloody newspaper well, to you." When I was on the radio yesterday, and I, I organised this, and then I, it, it it just wouldn't work straight away. Yeah. So it, it was about like twenty seconds of silence. I'm thinking, "Great radio, this isn't it?" And then when it worked, I held it up to the mic, and it read perfectly. What I'd written, I'd written. Uh, this is a demonstration of a Deborah Knight afternoon show. I didn't put two GB in it because it pronounced it two gigabyte. It said on on Deborah uh, Knight on two gigabyte <laughs> instead of two GB. So I left that bit out. But I put afternoon show. Then I, I put a little paragraph about what it can do, and it yeah. read it out. And yeah. So the the device described itself. Very nice. It was really cool. It's yeah. really really cool. You can see Stephen looking like a complete uh, goose. Uh, not that you look like a goose, but you yeah. know, if you're visually impaired, you'd be happy to put hey. that on the side of your glasses. Well, you know, it reminds you of Google Glass. Remember Google yes. Glass, which is sort but of but it tri- actually does something. It tried to do well. I think yeah, Google sort of give you gave you information about stuff and and had a bit of face. Did it have facial recognition? I don't think it did. Yeah, it'd be good if it did. Um, and uh, but yeah, th- this is uh, sort of a, along that line. I don't know why Google Glass died a death. I, I, apart from you look like an idiot wearing it. That's the why died a death. Dracula, that's why. Hundred percent. I think why? they're going to make a comeback, mate. They're going to make a comeback. Yeah, but they they yeah. have to make a comeback gonna, when when they can be as thin it, yeah. as thin as the glasses we've got now. Yeah, and they've got to be very handy and sleek, and yeah, you don't have to look mate, like an idiot. It's got to project onto it. Yeah, but no. the thing about them though, I know they were called Google Glass, but they they weren't really glasses, were no. they? They just sat on the side of your head. Correct. It's, so if you, if they were part of a pair of, like of eyewear, they'd be a bit more discreet. So before you people no, were no, thinking, this, I mean, you, mate, honestly, I mean, the Orcam My Eye is an unbelievable bit of technology, but yeah, you can easily you, notice it. Yeah, yeah, but th- those are people walking around with a cane or a guide dog. Yeah, I mean, exactly you know, that's right. yeah. that's okay. Yeah, but if you're not visually impaired, people would wonder what the heck you're wearing, <laughs> and what that's you, what Google Glasses were. Yeah, fair They're enough. Stupid. You, did you ever try them? Though? Yes. Yeah. That was stupid. I did too. It was trendy for a while. I remember going to you remember CES, CES, 20 CES 2015 or something like that. Oh, yeah. yeah, somewhere around, yeah, around then. then. Uh, Every it was, idiot yeah, probably had 2013, them. 14. And yeah, CES and uh, I think Macworld, there was a few. No, no, Macworld never had them because it wasn't an Apple product. Yeah, CES, I think IFA, I saw some at IFA. Mate. And uh, Dub Dub, uh, not Dub Dub, um, they Mobile just Congress. looked stupid. <laughs> Rooms full of the nerdiest yeah. nerds. It was basically like wearing a sign around your neck saying, I'm a nerd. Yeah, I'm the I'm king a total of the nerd. nerds. Yeah. I'm my local and king I nerd. And I have no regard for how my look, no. how I look. Well, most of us don't anyway. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Two blokes talking to you.
And we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear. And if you're looking to upgrade your home because you've realised how many devices you've got set up at home, your home Wi-Fi network probably can't cope with uh, that many devices. So uh, look at a mesh Wi-Fi system. Look at Netgear Orbi and the new Wi-Fi 6 version is coming very soon. It'll support the latest devices. It'll support many, many more connections. Um, so if you're starting to upgrade those smart home, add lights, add Alexas, add Google Homes and um, smart devices all through the house, then uh, a Netgear Orbi will keep them all connected and it provides the full speed of your internet across your entire home. That's the number one benefit of a Netgear Orbi is internet speed in every part of your home. Check them out right now at netgear.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. So, Stephen, the Netgear Series X and the PlayStation 5. This is going to be the battle. Did you say Netgear Series X? Sorry, the uh, Microsoft uh, Xbox Series X. Yeah. Got sponsors in my head. Um, Xbox Series X and PlayStation Five. That's going to yep. be the the battle for Christmas. Um, and one of the challenges with these devices, I should say, before we talk about Microsoft's Xbox Series X, Xbox One Series X, um, the PlayStation Five announcement that was due literally, I think today. Yeah, it was going to be today. Um, was cancelled by PlayStation because of the riots and protests in, uh, uh, in America. I'm glad I didn't get up early then. Yeah. Um, so that's right. June, was it June 4, like our it time or be, June 5? No, I can't remember. Be, but supposed to be this morning, our time. They, they put it off because of the unrest in, in oh, America, wow. which is which is fascinating in terms of the, the, yeah. the corporate decision to, to cancel a, you know, an event yeah. like that. Yeah. But what one of the things that happens when a new generation console comes out is everyone goes, ah, oh, now I can't play my old games because, you know, they're only... They're made to work with the new games, mm. you know? It's like going from PC to Mac. You need to upgrade everything. Going from an Xbox 360 to an Xbox One meant, hang on a minute, I'm completely stuffed now. I can't play all my <laughs> old games. So Microsoft have announced that they have a core focus on backwards compatibility. It's, it's a very long way back in the week, mate. You're going to have to okay, scroll down a long cool, way. I'm going, mate. Steve, I'm Steve just browsing at the, as I go, mate. Oh, right, okay. Um, uh, they have stated... Um, that the Xbox One Series X will be its most compatible backwards device, backwards compatible device ever. Now we're talking about a device that could support more than 500 Xbox 360 games. That's smart. That's how That's it should huge. be done. That's because how it, PlayStation got into trouble when the PlayStation 4 came out, and it wasn't playing PlayStation 3 games. Yeah. And that's like, hello, that's oh, that's your audience, like, come on. But And I think, so I think two things about this. I think it's a great move, but I also worry, Stephen, that, it, that it's a clear sign that, holy heck, this thing's going to be expensive. Yeah. Like, I think it's going to be, I think it needs to have this compatibility to justify the price. I worry yeah. that that's what's coming. I worry that this thing's going to be quite expensive because it's futuristic and the, the yeah. current range of, you know, Xbox One X and Xbox One S will stay uh, as primary you know, kind of the second and third tier devices. Yep. And this will be this, you know, beast of a of a device yeah. at a high price but point. But you'd, you'd expect something like this that's so advanced can can play older games that are less taxing on the processor and can handle that. Like, surely it's not a it's not a, too much strain for the And, you know, that's machine. the point, right? This thing's meant to be, you know, high-end 4K, possibly even ready for 8K, all that kind of jazz. Yeah. It's meant to be, you know, the five-year future yeah. device. True. But it should also look backwards. And I look at Completely, the Xbox 360 yeah. games, and I think, yeah. yeah, there's some good games there. Yeah. Oh, so and so people, so the Xbox One, the Xbox One S, and that they couldn't play the 360 games. There's a very limited compatibility. Yeah. 
So and if you still certainly at announcement, oh. they, they 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 were zero, but they've brought some compatibility in. Okay. They're now saying at launch this will be the most backwards compatible. So hopefully people haven't thrown out their Xbox three sixty games. It's they funny can still play them. I stumbled across my yeah, my archive yeah. gaming box, wow. which has got a PlayStation three, a PlayStation it's two, like and an uh, Xbox one in it. Yeah, Xbox three sixty. Nice. And there's a bunch of games in there, so it's I'll like giving that. It's a crack. like my four K player in here. Yeah, that plays. Blu-ray, DVD, even play CDs if I wanted to. So that's a similar. How many CDs you got? Yeah, still a few, but I can't play. Uh, I can play them in here if I want to, but I don't have a CD player in my car anymore. I've only got the, the Tesla. When I was, was the last has, time you had a desire to play a CD? Yeah, while a while ago. I'm not. Yeah, oh, actually, no. If, I, I was reviewing a new the Technics stereo um, system, and that had a CD player. So a couple of months ago. That's, that's not your luckily I had some me. luckily I had some that's though, not based on it's not my go to no yeah. no I wouldn't, wouldn't first thing I'd reach for was a stream anyway I think it's yeah. going to be very interesting kind of lead up to Christmas with the yeah. PlayStation 5 well, put, the Xbox it, it, One it, Series it, X it puts the ball in PlayStation's court now because oh, yeah. PlayStation 5 I think PlayStation 4 was, was like, which has been out for years now PlayStation 4 was like a move to say right if you want this this you need to buy another. You need to buy another console yeah. your, other, your old games yeah keep that old console but here this console is for the new stuff um, I, this is, I think, just it, it's it's goodwill to the customer. That's right. To say right, okay, you're a loyal customer. We're not going to alienate you from your old games. You can yeah. still play them, but we want you to invest in this device. Yeah. And I think there's a part of that that is, you know, they'll want people to, you know, do the old EB Games trade-ins and stuff like that. You know, yeah. Let's 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 wash the the market with old devices, yep. new devices, create a different, you know, stretch of market for but them. I remember when the Xbox 360 was launched, I think in the early 2000s, at least 2007 or 8. Right, yeah. And I remember interviewing at the time, I was working at the telly at the time, interviewing the head of Xbox. And um, I actually was the first person, the first journalist to try what was, what was then called Project Natal, which was the Kinect, you know, the, yep. the motion-sensitive thing. At CES, I was the first journalist to use that, Technology, right. they they got me in there, but I remember the guy, he's Peter, I can't remember his surname, but the head of Xbox was talking about the design of the console. Remember how the design of yes. the console used to sort of it was like skinny in the middle, and and, and we were chatting. And I said, well, "Why why that design?" And he said, "He goes, we want it to look like it's it's breathing in, about to do something really big, you know, like huh. that's that that was the whole concept behind it. So it's like it's it's taking a breath, because ready, that's to, ready what we're to go. All thinking about an Xbox, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know, but that, that, I remember that stuck in my mind. Thinking that's weird. But These people interesting. Can really interesting. overthink things, can't yeah. they? Two bucks talking tech. Well, isn't it? It's sale time. I think online sales now. I think we've got. Two going on right now. We have the first of all the eBay Plus month, which is for eBay Plus members. So there are special deals, deals for everyone, but special deals if you're an eBay Plus member. Like I don't know how they do this, but they're offering in this sale. They're offering Apple AirPods that are sixty percent off. Well, I mean, how the- does that work? Ninety nine dollar Apple AirPods. A these fell off the back of a truck. Limited or supply. Yeah, they're probably all sold out. B, there, it's a single day, like it's yeah. yeah they're, they're basically on you've one got, day. You've got to get in real early, yeah. real fast. This is my thing about these online sales. You know, it feels like um, like click frenzy and all those things. Yeah. It's it it doesn't feel fully genuine because it's not like everyone can really jump on board these things because it, yeah because it's 
you know, it's a limited time, limited offer. I but don't know. The, I like I mean, how they've specified the days. Like on Monday, June 8, like we're recording, what's this, Thursday, June 4. On Monday, June 8, an, a Galaxy A70, which is normally $549, hmm. you can buy it for $299. Last year's model, though, let's be clear. So, still, still not bad. You get a, what is that, a 46% discount? And, and look, this is a very smart move from eBay because what it is, it's about their eBay Plus. You've yeah. got to be an eBay Plus member to to be part of it. But when you are, you it also, that that, that dollar cost, and it's shipped for free. That's right. So but the other, the yeah, other sale. There's some deals there. The other sale is the Amazon, um, I don't think, well, they call it the mid-year sale. Yeah. And again, for Amazon Prime customers, they Correct. get free shipping on eligible products. They get early access to some deals, and they've actually spread it out over the whole month. So you do get discounts across, not just for one one day. The best discount I've seen is twenty five percent off the Galaxy Note Ten Plus. Jesus, that's pretty good. Or another a better deal, you get twenty. Um, where's the Bose seven hundred? Twenty percent off the Bose noise cancelling headphones seven hundreds. Which is pretty good. Yeah, twenty percent off there, five ninety nine. So what's twenty percent of that? It's one hundred and twenty dollars. You can save twenty percent. Do that in your head. Yeah, there's five. Like let's call it six hundred. Ten percent sixty. Twenty percent is one hundred twenty. Did you not? Can't you I calculate percentages? Me, yeah. There you go, mate. Okay. Maths wasn't too bad for me. Oh, that's cool. Listen, um, Vivi came to me the other day and she yeah. goes, "Can you show me how you'd work out this problem?" I went, "Okay." It was it was one and did you pull out just the calculator? For example, or? it was one and um, yeah. eight thirds. Plus five and seven thirds, right? Okay. And I went, okay. Well, it's pretty easy. It's just you know whole numbers and common denominator, right? It? Yeah. And then she goes, well, what about this one? And it was, um, let's say, two and um, uh, eight fifths and and four and two thirds. And I went, oh, uh, six thirds or something like yeah. that. And I went, oh, Bob, I've got no idea. I had to t- get Jacko to teach me <laughs> that you got to multiply the denominators. Go and, oh, mate, I'm like, is this happening? Yeah, go for a common denominator, yeah. Oops. You don't remember that from school? No. Common denominators, come on. I didn't even remember what a denominator was. <laughs> he goes, it's the bottom one. I went, okay. Okay. Mate, what? Do you, I mean, when was the last time you used that stuff? Not, not for a while, but I, I know how fractions work. I know how they work. And... I do have a calculator too. If it gets gets down to it, I, I wouldn't even know how to use a calculator with fractions. Mm. Well, a fraction is a say, number divided by one, another. One on one or half is one on two, so one divided by two. I understand? Yeah, yeah. So fifty point five. Yeah, I get you. Okay, but <laughs> mate, Mark, adding up, adding up, <laughs> yeah, eight fifths and yeah. and seven thirds. Okay, eight fifths and seven thirds. So you got to find the common denominator. You got to make them. So three, it'd be something over fifteen or something. Whatever. See, oh, mate, yeah. I don't know how you remember that. Yeah, you I don't remember that. You got to make. I just knew that the bottom number had to be the same to add them up properly. Got to work that out. Yeah. <laughs> What's what? What year? What year is your? Daughter? Is this your daughter? You said. Yeah. What year? Is year she? four. Year four. Wow. Pretty advanced for year four, is that, or is that just on par? Or no, do you remember your year four being that hard? Her, her oh, mate, I don't remember year four. <laughs> her and um, so she's a little smarty bum. But there's another kid who's 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 smart, better at maths. Really? Right? Oh. So they're they're kind of when everyone else is finished, whenever still everyone else is still going, they're there they're challenging each other. Yeah, yeah. Wow, good on her. She might be a dead set professor or something. Well, daughter. she wants to be an astronaut. Really? Yeah, she wants Lucked to be the first Australian woman in space. There hasn't been an Australian man in, in orbit, right, but yeah. oh right, wow. 
Good luck to her. She's been watching the SpaceX Mate, stuff. I got them up yeah, the other really? morning. Yeah, yeah well, absolutely. Yeah, wow. Was yeah, I watched that too. It was cool. Anyway, don't know how. Oh, although, well, just on SpaceX, if SpaceX, a common denominator is, is us going off topic here. <laughs> but, um, the uh, SpaceX, the fascinating launch and how. Uh, what? But why did the camera cut out? The camera cut out. Uh, and then, the, it, then it came up, and then oh, okay. the booster's back. Okay, so the reason is because I've watched it, and I've watched several of their launches, and it always yeah. cuts out on the drone ship, because the drone ship is a small barge, right? Yeah. Smallish, but Do you they know, need it's a still small. Orby, they get in part, yes. So on the, it's obviously in the middle of the ocean, yeah. And the camera is there broadcasting via satellite, so it's yeah. a satellite beam up. Yeah. And when the rocket comes down, it creates such a vibration on the ship. Ah, see, it affects the signal. And and, and and the signal is lost off the satellite. Ah, right? Okay. So what they actually need is... I should is love to, to see the uh, uh, Trevor's arm <laughs> movements here. It's great. What they it's need... Like doing an aerobics class. Is a, is a, the closest I get <laughs> is a second ship with like a microwave link or yeah, something right. that is more uh, stable, or frankly, a cable link, yeah. uh, and that ship is the one that actually beams it back. Wow. Because okay. it happens every time. Every right? time oh, okay. they land, I thought, hang on a minute, it was it was there this empty pad, and then suddenly, boom, and then boom, it's, it's like like David Copperfield went, well, ta-da! If, if you look at SpaceX now, you'll see they've got the vision of the thing from the rocket landing all the way down. Oh, you got it, okay. Good, well, yeah. Isn't it remarkable? What a remarkable achievement! Good, yeah. good on Elon Musk. Good luck to I'm you. I'm kind of I'm relieved. I was very nervous. Oh, you we was going to fail. Yeah, because yeah. my only like I have very few memories. I remember the Challenger disaster. I remember watching well, the Today Show. It's I funny remember, you remember you mentioned that and. The Challenger disaster, and I remember it happened on Australia Day, 1986. Really? I was working at News Limit. I was a, I was not even a cadet. I was a copy boy at the time, right? right well, I was 10 years old. Okay. I was, <laughs> and, I, and was, in year I was 18. I know, no, I was 17. I was yeah. about to turn. I just left school. It was my, I was still a copy boy, and I was doing the night shift because yeah. I'd, I'd be in the radio room, so all the police radios, and if the, the crew on the road, I'd say, oh, listen, there's been a, a fatal at Blacktown. Get out there, whatever. Yeah. And I remember getting a call from Sally McMillan, who was our New York correspondent. She mm. was in, in the US, and she she called up saying, um, oh, listen, hi, Steve, blah, blah. And she said, uh, oh, listen, the, the space shuttles are taking off. I said, oh, yeah, really? Like, and back then, they were taking off every 15 minutes. It was really, you know, every, they were going up quite often. She goes, uh, you might want to watch this one. It's just blown up. And I went, what? And what had happened... I just called because part of my duties as the overnight person there in the radio room was to give the editor of the Daily Mirror, who was Roy Miller, his wake-up call, right? Yep. So I used to ring him at 3.05 a.m. and say, oh, Mr. Miller, it's uh, Stephen Fennick from the radio room just to give me a wake-up call. And I'd remember I'd only just called him about 15 minutes after I'd re- before I'd received this call. So I called him back and I said, listen, I'm sorry to disturb you again, but just letting you know, this is big stories broken, yeah. You know, and she and he said, oh, thanks, Stephen. I just I've just found out about it. I can't, I'm uh, I'm on my way in." So what we end up doing? Such a massive story. Yeah. We end up there's nothing on the radios that's going to beat this story. No. So all I had to do, I, I turned all the radios down, and all I did all morning uh, was bring Roy Miller all the um, photos because photos back then used to be like scanned in. You did get like a hard copy photo, mm-hmm. so I'd be bringing piles of photos at a time. And all the telexes and every bit of information from this to his desk during during the whole morning, and, uh, and I remember just 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 such a vivid thing yeah. when it had. Well, it's happened. weird. It's weird for me because it's a it's a vivid memory. Uh, I can remember you know kind of being in the back yeah. room and watching breakfast television. Just, which remote, we didn't always just do. A tragic. Do you know, it? Isn't the worst? I'm going to say the worst part is though. I can also clearly remember that very day yeah. there being kind of jokes already. 
Like yeah. what does NASA stand for? Yeah, I heard that. And it's yeah. like, yeah. On, as a kid, too soon. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was no such thing as too well, the, soon. The, back there was then. no internet. No. Too. It was the talk. Everyone was on every TV in the world. Yeah. And I remember going home because it was the night shift. So I remember going home at like eight o'clock in the morning, going home. I'd mm. done my done my shift, and um, I remember going home because when you when you finish early or start early, they give you a cab charge to get home. So yeah. I was in the cab going home, and the cab driver's talking about it. It was just massive news. Yeah. And um, there there was recently there was some footage released of um, they they had higher. Definition vision of it. They right. had the news. The news station had they they sort of did some trickery to it and made it, it was almost like nearly HD quality and yeah. that was unbelievable. But there was a special on um, well, it would be three years ago now, four years ago almost. The from the well, it was four years ago the thirtieth uh, anniversary. Right. So um, and they had the the full investigation and all the background story and how. Yeah, because Krista McAuliffe was on. Remember the teacher? Remember the yeah. teacher? She won a nationwide competition to get on there. And they also had um, Ron McNair. Like, I'm a fan of Jean-Michel Jarre, you know, the electronic musician, right? He had Ron McNair trained up to play the saxophone, and it would have been the first piece of music recorded in space. Mm. And he was all set to do that as well. And and that, that he, he paid tribute to him as well, but... The, just the whole thing was just such a big story at the time, mm. and um, looking back on it now, we're now with SpaceX, you're thinking, like, fingers crossed. It was just like I didn't want to, like I didn't want to preempt that conversation yeah. with the kids, but I was yeah. kind of like, we got them up at five o'clock in the morning, sitting there watching, and it's like, yes, it's it's gone it well. Worked, yeah. Well, they did, didn't they call off the first one? Yeah, that first was on one. Wednesday, yeah. Yeah, they thought, oh, yeah, everyone's well, up. That's and just nothing, nothing that's to do with weather. weather. Stuff, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah. Anyway, it, it, it was a huge success, and now they're still up on the space station. Aren't yeah, they? still up there for a few months. Yeah, oh, a few months. Yeah, wow. Well, uh, they will have two tours of duty up there, are normally three to six months. Wow, we depending on other launches. And when they come like back that. to Earth, apparently those those astronauts just they just can't support their own body weight. Did you know? Because of the the the, the weightlessness, huh. they come back to Earth, and they're they're um, because they're used to not. Having their own body weight supported, huh. they come back to Earth and they're like they're like a, 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 a puppet. They're like a puppet that can't stand up. It takes a while for them to be. That's why they you see them chaired off, chaired out on wheelchairs, and they just can't stand. They can't stand up. You look it up, Google it. It's uh, you see the, the there was a Russian astronaut came down and and he was literally wow. it was literally like a ragdoll. He could uh, he couldn't he couldn't hold his head up. Take your word for it, Stephen. Um, we've digressed heavily as we do as the common denominator here on Two Blokes Talking Tech. Common denominator. That's the new word of the day, isn't it? That's the end. If I remember, that's the name of the episode. Common denominator. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. We'll be back again next week on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec.